0: So we're live. Hi, everybody! Who all, all, almost nobody who's watching or listening. So, if you are listening on relay because you heard that liftoff was live, we are watching the SpaceX Falcon Heavy uh, launch attempt here, which is very exciting, hugely, amazingly exciting. And honestly, um, and we are going to. Uh, be talking about it on the relay stream we also have a live youtube stream if you go to uh liftoff podcast on twitter you can see a link there to our live video stream that we're trying out which is just uh, me and steven and we'll put up i have the power let's do this this will be people like this i have the power to go um bloop and then it's us and the uh spacex stream so if you wanna if you want to watch the launch here and see us and see spacex you can do that because it's live now so that's exciting and they're just uh they're talking in the background there so it's a little distracting yeah uh but it's but it's it's very exciting see i made it go away see see what i did there it's a little weird. A lot of windows open. All right. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so so SpaceX is going on, and we're uh, and we're watching. So Falcon Heavy to talk about it. Um, this is a it's a it's a huge deal. A lot of the space journalists that we follow have been um, excited for this moment for a, a very long time. Um, it's been since 2013. That was the initial plan for this, mm-hmm. and uh, that uh, didn't happen. Elon time, uh, yeah. Well, you know, it happens. the the Musk Musk uh, Musk dates and real dates. Uh, but I love his optimism, even though it's sort of marketing too. Uh, and so, uh, you know, they've been working on this for a long time, and this is the most powerful. What do we say? It's the most powerful rocket since um, since uh, the Saturn V. And there's yeah, no, no, I... nothing with this capability currently in operation.
1: Yeah, I've got I've got some numbers prepared. Uh, the the Falcon Heavy will generate 5 million pounds of thrust at liftoff. The Saturn V was at 7.5 million, just kind of giving you an idea between the two, 5 versus 7.5. Uh, but it is, at 5 million pounds of thrust, twice as powerful as any other booster. Uh, the current uh, sort of heavy vehicle is the Delta IV Heavy, and the Falcon Heavy beats it pretty, pretty soundly. Uh, the payload... Capability of the Falcon Heavy is one hundred and forty-one thousand pounds, about sixty-four thousand kilograms. Again, twice the Delta Four Heavy, and uh, you know if you if you tip this thing down on its side, it really is just three Falcon Nine. So there are uh, twenty-seven Merlin first stage engines that have to fire in unison and not uh, not explode. So it's it's a lot of stuff to happen to happen all at once.
0: Yeah, there's a lot going on, um, and if this lunch, lo- so forgive me, I'm also eating my lunch. Uh, I should probably know That's bad podcasting. <laughs> but this got delayed, so um, they're fueling it up. They are going to uh, take to launch in this window. This launch window is very short, so there's not a lot of time. Um, They had to delay a lot because of some high winds at at altitude that were above their threshold. But now they think they're going to go. You can tell that because it's a big deal to fuel this thing, which is what they've done now. That that it costs money. (laughs) It's dangerous to fill it up to top it up with all the fuel, and it's all in there now. It's all fueled up, so it's ready to go, and when this launches if it launches and there's it, it this is a first st- first chance of this like it could fail to ignite it could explode on the pad which could be uh really bad for spacex because it would set back it would damage um the the pad itself and the and the gantry which uh could be very expensive in a long time to fix if that happens um and also their uh their thing that they're building for crew for commercial crew so that the crew can board the regular Falcon 9, um, that's nearby there too, so that could also be damaged potentially in, a, in something that happens. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to say this is, this is a, a, a possibility because this is the first time this has launched. If it does launch... And continues on its way, which again, it's an experimental craft, essentially, we'll see. Um, but we could end up with a spectacular set of things. It's so exciting to have Falcon uh, 9 with the first stage returning to, to the launch site. Well, Steven, this thing has essentially three Falcon 9s on it, and <laughs> yeah. first stages, and they're all going to attempt... To land back either on land or in the sea on a barge, as a yeah. part of this, so we would have three simultaneous, more or less, first stage re landings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah the <laughs> the outer the outer two uh, Falcon nines
1: will be uh, put down uh, on land, which of course we've seen before, and then the core booster that one in the center uh, would land on the drone ship. Of course, I still love you. Uh, and the two the two of these three cores, I think it's two out of three, have been flown before. The outer two were on previous missions. So again, SpaceX is building the case that they can refly these things uh, even in what is a new configuration and an experimental launch.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, I mean, there's a lot going on here, and that's why when I talk about, like, the downsides of it, we have to keep that in mind, that even, even Elon Musk was like, well, you know, if it doesn't explode, he said at one point, they're obviously, look, you don't go through with this if you don't have some degree of hope that it's going to work, but... There is this understanding that things are going to go wrong um, in rocketry. things can really go wrong at times, and you learn from it they 've had you know they had a, uh, a, a a rocket blow up on on the pad when they weren 't even um, it was like a fuel test they weren 't even at the firing stage they were just fueling it and it exploded, and that set them back. but they learned some things about that sometimes a successful launch um, we 've talked about some of the Apollo launches that have been um, the Apollo launches that were nominally successful, but were full of problems that they learned from. So in space, it, it, it can really run the gamut. But this is why people are excited about this launch: is it, it is a it is a huge step forward for SpaceX if it works. And there is a degree of of risk here because they are on the cutting edge with this with this rocket. This is a big step for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's and think about all that. All of the normal launch. Issues also have to go, right? so the range has to be clear. So no boats or planes uh, downrange. Remember, there was a, um, I think it was a SpaceX launch, maybe six, five or six months ago, that had uh, had a, a little Fisher boat in the way, and they had to cancel because they need a clear path. Right, something comes down in the ocean, you need to make sure no one is there, uh, and then again, like you said, the the wind was the issue earlier today. So high level winds, uh, not on the ground, but where the vehicle is going to go. That all has to be green, and uh, that's been the delay today. But uh, here in just a few minutes, uh, all that stuff will be in the past, hopefully.
0: Yeah, we uh, we hope so. And you know, we we've never done anything like this before on this end, but we thought it might be fun for us to watch this together and to do a little live stream because this is this is a big deal, and for all the reasons mentioned. And. Um, Like I said, the space journalists are very excited about space because that's why they're space journalists. Mm -hmm. But uh, they are extra excited today. This this is a huge um, thing that has been hovering in their their to-do list for a long time. And I'd say it's the most excitement I've seen for one of these launches since the last uh, space shuttle launch.
1: Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of excitement. My space uh, Twitter list has been impossible to keep up with today. We have a lot of people we know... Who are there uh, in Florida watching it uh, in person, and it's um it is exciting. You know, we've we are kind of in this phase. We've talked a lot about this on the show, where we're very much in between when it comes to to NASA itself. Right, the shuttle has been gone for several years. SLS is still a ways off, uh, and even commercial crew's delayed. But we are in these stages of building sort of the next generation worth of flight hardware and. Uh, we are seeing a lot of companies move into this. And SpaceX having the most uh, the most success so far, but this is the, their next chapter, right? This is the vehicle that that SpaceX can use uh, to support lunar missions, uh, to support Mars missions, um, and it's but even launch enough, really big satellites, <laughs> really big satellites, uh, and and more easily get to geostationary orbit. But even this vehicle, what's really interesting, I was thinking about it earlier today, even this vehicle is sort of an in-betweeny, right? We have the Falcon 9 and we have this, but SpaceX has been talking about the BFR, and there's a lot of question, I think, about where the Falcon Heavy is going to stand. Is this going to right. be a vehicle that stands the test of time that they get a lot of use out of, or does the BFR come online here in several years and this this vehicle will sort of be in no man's land in between.
0: Yeah, the argument is that the Falcon Heavy has been delayed so long that the larger, the BFR, the larger rocket that SpaceX is designing would catch it up to the point where Elon Musk said this week that they may not ever bother to get Falcon Heavy human rated, rated for yeah. a crew, because if BFR is coming in a few years, then they may just get that human rated and not worry about this, because they wouldn't need to send humans on this one. They'll either use the Falcon 9 for low Earth orbit, LOUs. use um, the BFR. I think I would argue that the delay that you get for Falcon Heavy will probably happen to BFR, and that you know it, it took them an extra five years to get this thing out there uh, to this point, so uh, that they may want to keep that in mind when they're talking about the bfr time frame as well i'm sure they're they're perfectly aware that this sort of thing happens they they're they're you know they've topped off the engines by the way now and the engine chill has started so things are uh things are really moving along here with as we sit here uh three minutes and, and 45 seconds left before the the planned launch are Sorry. we gonna when we get close we're gonna shut up and turn up the volume aren't we <laughs>
1: yes I yeah suspect. we will so we will cede to the uh to and then, the then you'll just
0: hear us whooping just like all the people at spacex will be whooping or crying or whatever else i mean the, the drama is tough this is imagine being elon musk right where this could be the moment of incredible triumph or or really not like or a major mm-hmm. problem for your business um that's the kind of the kind of uh, drama, the, the kind of uh, swing in the fortunes of SpaceX that could happen with, with something like this. I mean, we use moonshot as a metaphor for a reason, right? We, we use, <laughs> it's not, you know, rocket science to describe things that are not as hard as the hardest thing imaginable because rocket science is an incredibly hard thing. There are reasons we use these metaphors in our lives. It's because space is very, very hard. It's a hard business to be in.
1: So we have uh, we're about two and a half, two and a half minutes away. Two thirty-seven, two thirty-six. Um, any any last thoughts, Jason, about the importance of today? Say that this does go sideways on them. Uh, how far does this set them back? Sort of excluding potentially rebuilding the pad, but sort of in their plans. Yeah, how bad I, would this be? I
0: think if it, I think if it go, do, goes poorly, and there isn't as much damage to the. I mean, obviously anything that is anomalous is going to set them back, but if there isn't physical damage in Florida on the pad, which is, I think, the greatest risk here, is that they're going to slow down the other things they're trying to do, including commercial crew, if there is too much damage. But if they they get it off the ground and then something happens, I think, you know, it obviously is going to set Falcon Heavy back. They would like their next launch to have a paying customer on it, but they will learn a lot, and I think they'll come back and they'll do it again, and it'll be in better shape because they will have learned about what the issues are. I think they would rather it be successful with some issues that they can learn from than that it be unsuccessful. But first, thing, I mean, getting off the ground and away from the pad is, is is stage one. Also, I should say, all these attempts to land the first stages back at all these various points, that's cool. But like, again, that's a nice to have. Like getting this thing to launch and go where it needs to go, it, That even if some of the first stages don't come back, it's fine. Like that's not, that that's all extra. That's, that's, uh that's, uh, icing on the cake.
1: Yeah. Well, we are uh, approaching uh, 60 seconds, so let's uh, let's hand it over to them and, and listen in. All right. M1D engine chill is complete.
0: ASTS is ready for launch.
1: Ground
0: gas are complete.
1: Stage two, present for flight.
0: Tima is 30 seconds. Launch director on countdown one. SpaceX Falcon Heavy, go for launch. All right, go for launch thirty. We're down to fifteen. for terminal count. If you're on the relay FM live stream, you should probably be watching the YouTube stream. Six, five, four, three, two.
1: There it goes.
0: I like it. I like the look of that. Oh, look at that thing go.
1: So we're, uh, 1.5 kilometers in altitude already, going 500 kilometers an hour. I think people are excited. Steven. <laughs> A lot of happy SpaceX uh, employees right now.
0: Right, that's a that's a great point he's making there. That this is the Apollo pad that was used for a lot of the Apollo missions.
1: So it's approaching max Q, which is the the maximum dynamic pressure on the vehicle. So they throttle back uh, the engines to, to pass through that.
0: Vehicle
1: You've heard the callout. Vehicle is super This
0: is a it's a big step. Looks like. Uh, Discovery from 2001, there doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> just needs yeah. a bigger ball on the front. Back up the full the I love that we have live pictures have from the rocket.
1: It seems impossible, the right? <laughs> the
0: that thing is moving we'll 2,200
1: kilometers an hour, and right we're just live streaming it to YouTube. cut off at separation
0: two and a half minutes into flight. <laughs> This is going... uh, Well, they passed my issue, right, Stephen? Which is they got off the ground. They did. pad is safe and sound. I assume... I believe they fled that thing with water like they did with Apollo, right? Which is like a noise and vibration abatement thing where they fled the whole thing beneath it with water, which is why there's that huge steam plume because it uh, reduces the noise and vibration dramatically right. but it makes it it also makes it look that much more dramatic That you've got in addition to the smoke you've got the steam
1: in preparation for the upcoming shutdown in yeah seconds. the pad itself is built up there uh, spacex had a press photo you can see from the side there's a huge channel in there they actually made that bigger and more robust to handle the uh, the falcon heavy and it dumps a ton of water very quickly
0: Major event coming next with side booster down and separation. All right, now, yeah, the two side boosters are going to shut down now and pop and off. And there they go. It's pretty good. Pretty good. We got a lot of stuff in the air now. <laughs> yeah. Talk about juggling. We got some juggling yeah. going on here.
1: So you've got three lower stages that are going to come back and land again. The core is going to be on the drone ship and the two outer uh, outer lower stages are going to be uh, landing while the center upper stage will continue on with Musk's Tesla uh, with, <laughs> with basically a crash test dummy in it uh, um, coming by. Coming by the the sun and mars right. in
0: that uh, that that orbit so there there goes the other first stage so all three first stages are out now now th- there's going to be more action here in about i think it's six hours because one of the things they have to do in order to get in this mars transfer orbit which is not actually going to mars but it will go as far as the orbit of mars and then kind of come back in toward the orbit of earth so they will turn off the engine. It'll coast for six hours, and then they do. They will relight it, which tells tells them some other things about their ability to light the engine. Uh, time to play uh, Life on Mars. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you got to give their their media team props. They they do a really good job with this stuff.
0: Yeah. So so um, it'll be interesting to see the uh, oh my, oh my God, the lighting.
1: That image, the fairings deployed. Oh my god. And you can just see uh the car
0: and the tr- and the, the crash test it. dummy. <laughs> oh my god. Don't don't panic on the on the front on the dash. dash. That is in it, it just that's amazing. Uh showmanship. I'll take it. Like Yeah the- Yeah. All right, so um, so they will relight the engine in like six hours. People are on TV; they're very excited. Um, two point three million people watching this live stream, by the way. So that's pretty good. Not ours. There's like eight people watching ours, but that's okay. That's okay. SpaceX. It's Spicing. um, and so now we're gonna get those. We're get, gonna get those returns. Although their video, it looks like they got the same. They got two images there, but it looks like it's the same, right? Those aren't. Those aren't the different. The different ones, right? I'm not sure. Uh, it's hard to say. I don't know how... It could be very close. ...they are. Yeah. I mean, they could have exactly the same program. I don't know. But we have three boosters coming back now. See, now they've got the three three different shots, plus they've got the shot of the spaceship. There is a lot of data. Talk about, We were talking about how when they wanted to launch two Gemini missions simultaneously, they had to figure out how to rewire mission control in order to talk to two separate spacecraft. Now, look at this. They are wired here to have three returning first stages. Plus, the uh, plus the the craft spacecraft itself that is that is uh, firing off its second stage.
1: Yeah, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> I saw a tweet go by MSNBC, CNN, and Fox pulled away from a I think uh, some briefing in DC to, to show this. It is a, it's a big step and it's exciting. People who like people maybe my age who weren't around at the beginning of the shuttle, you know, the shuttle was. Unfortunately, pretty routine by the time I came around. This is this is kind of the biggest launch we've seen in a long time. There's a lot of excitement, well outside the space community. Not it's not just not just us liftoff nerds.
0: Yeah, well you know the. I mean, never underestimate the power of a really big rocket. I suppose that's part of it, right? It is. It, it was guaranteed to be a spectacular thing, and it was a spectacular thing, and and uh, quite right. That's a lot of the journalists. As it got pushed back earlier today, the two uh, two hours that it got pushed back, it pushed back a bunch of times with different weather balloon readings. Um, somebody tweeted something that was um, STS-135. If if it taught us anything, it's that things can change in a heartbeat. So the last shuttle launch, which was mine, I was there and. And uh, we were told when I when I showed up at five in the morning or whatever to to KSC, they said it's like a five percent chance that it's going to go because there's clouds everywhere. It's just it's not going to happen. And then as we got closer to launch, they're like, well, it's like a twenty percent. We're like, I don't know, twenty percent. It's still and then it went. It went right on time. Um, I think they I think they did like a five minute hold and then then they launched it. So things can happen in a hurry. Speaking of which, the two first stages are coming back to landing zone one and two now you can see the cape right below yeah i guess those are the those are the shots look identical but they're actually just yeah. two boosters on very similar trajectories oh the and now we've got a are shot uh, views. Those are actually representing different
1: yeah that shot from the ground of it coming back is is a pretty a pretty cool one I bet they, I bet, I'm just going to go out And, and, and say they're going to land all three You, th- you think so? It's the mean, easy they've, part gotten, after, they've gotten really after after good at launch. it
0: They've gotten really good at it
1: <laughs> They've done I believe 21 I think 21 booster landings At this point so this would be numbers 22, 23, and 24 if I have
0: that number correct Yeah oh you can see One of them in the other shot <laughs> Yeah that's cool <laughs> Oh there they come Simultaneously Good lord What is happening? (laughs) Landing zone one and two look good. All right. Nailed it.
1: Holy moly. Yeah, that's just showing off now. That is amazing. I know my wallpaper is going to be on my iMac for a little while. It's going to be one one of those shots of those things coming down together.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's like synchronized swimming in the Olympics or something, or like figure skating, right? It's like we're just going to drop these two guys. Off Check on your
1: We're, this off. Goes out when it the
0: we're waiting on that core to make make Come down Yeah, and it's out in the ocean So they do have connectivity issues Like they're saying, but Stage two is in the nominal Parking orbit, which is pretty great uh,
1: It's good So we're just going to wait and see if that drone ship uh Came through again. That's not unusual, right? Most of the times they land on the drone ship, they do lose footage.
0: Yeah, it's like the the antennas themselves are are uh, are, are shaking, so that they can't make the connection. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> We're to hear what happens. So we're Almost See, confirmed, we're but not.
1: There was always that moment of like, did they do it? I'm just thinking about that video they put out of how not to land an orbital booster <laughs> with just all the all the crashes where they smashed it into the ocean. Yeah. Um, just playing in my head over and over. It's, it's over to, and over it's right it's now. It's a good way to learn.
0: Um, meanwhile, the, the second stage is continuing its trajectory uh, towards Mars. Towards Mars. Now, there. Come on, guys. I get, I get the Mars thing, but it's like it's Mars orbit. It's not going to go actually to Mars. And um, it's, and they do have to fire the engine again to to to, to get in that uh, elliptical orbit. But mm-hmm. still, look at that. Oh my god. The spaceman is driving his Tesla. I wonder if they named him. He was a name. Call him Major Tom stage
1: There you go 27 Oof. engines the up and down. 27 engines
0: they came back spectacular simultaneously.
1: You can second see how stage. excited these, these
0: 30 SpaceX 30 people job, the are. Often excited, but they're not usually this excited. This is legitimately time. excited. Yeah, second, second
1: stage cut off when it's planned. Yeah, so it's now in that coasting
0: coasting phase for a while. This occasion uh, thank you so much to the range uh, for contributing uh, thanks yes. launch, the just F-A- they're just thanking people now thanks, thanks to the range it's like the credits are going to run stars they're um, going to uh, bring life on uh, mars, mars back you you, viewers, well uh, that's a big for, deal for that's a huge deal that this went off like that that first time you know we were talking about the uh, first space shuttle launch and how space shuttle was not capable of being being uh, piloted um, remotely <laughs> Mm-hmm. and so uh they had to put a couple of guys in the space yeah. shuttle on having never flown it before with all the pieces attached it's it it is that is white knuckle stuff and th- today even though there weren't people on board i mean it's the same situation so oh look at that now they're just doing some replays and playing the music that sounds about right fair enough yeah
1: It's pretty incredible Well
0: I guess we'll find out later Whether they uh, Whether they They nailed the uh, The third stage The third first stage Or or not But does it matter Like
1: This is It's a a huge success Either way
0: I think I think so I think so This is pretty great
1: Cool Well uh, if you If you hung out with us Thanks for joining us Today It was a lot of fun
0: yeah thanks very much it was just you know we thought we would watch together and let yeah. you watch too and you uh, and i we would be texting back and forth anyways so we figured why not do it really in public? <laughs> and uh yeah see if we could do a live audio stream and a live video stream which uh which uh, i think came off so thanks to everybody out there because that's it look it's uh it's uh it's over and they've moved us back to the um the generic spacex stuff so all right well that's it the live liftoff podcast looking at at falcon heavy which is in space now (gasps) (laughs) see you jason all right bye steven adios